Hello. Hello, Marilyn. How are you doing today? I'm great, Dan. How are you? Ooh, really good. So good. I uh, yeah. I prepared for this one. Oh, I'm so excited. Can can you share that here on the program? Yes. I uh, I've spent actually a lot of time preparing on this one because I wanted to I wanted to to do a show that is this wouldn't be the title, but this could be the subtitle is the student has become the master. Okay. So that's what I'm. That's oh, kind of the okay. vibe that I'm going for today. Uh, you're the uh, what I was, was it, sensei and senpai or something like that. Is yeah, that right? just like that. I was the I was the student, and now the master. Oh, so I'm the Padawan. I got the braid. Yeah, you can just yeah. hang. You can just hang. Yeah, always on the move. <laughs> this is I love that line. <laughs> remember when? He's, remember when? When Anakin lands in the elevator, and Obi Wan says, "Always on the move." Yeah. That's a good movie. It's I like that one. I think people film. are hard on that movie. I like it. I don't like the second one. I like the third one. Yeah. 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 So what's going on? Is this about your? Uh, is your home getting smarter, Dan? It's so much smarter, oh, and good. I'm so I'm so much smarter, or I maybe mm. not smarter, but more knowledgeable, I bet less you're smart. Intelligence adjacent. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> that's that's on my best day. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've actually I learned a lot, and I've been able to kind of slowly answer some of my own questions. And I understand now because you you've been doing this for so long. It's like I'm I'm not quite teaching my son to drive quite yet, but mm. when we drive Just around, teaching him to be angry in public. When we drive God, around, you're so fat, pull over. Uh. I'll say I'll say things to. He'll ask me a question. And it's like, he'll be like, you know, he'll ask things like, do, do you I think... I never ask me questions. He'll, he'll be like, do you think about how you, how <laughs> did hard... You eat, you... Did you eat the third muffin? It's right. the latest question my kid asked me. There's <laughs> only one muffin left. They were for everyone. Right. Trader Joe's, man, they got really good muffs. Trader Joe's does, yeah. They got they a good-ass muff. They do. <laughs> <laughs> Title. All right, so, so you're teaching your kid to drive with anger. Well, he'll say things like, you know, do you have to think about how hard you press on the brake or things like that? And it's like, it's interesting because the last time yeah. I thought about those kinds of things was three, 400 years ago when I started yeah. to drive. And, you know, you don't really think about that. And that's what I was explaining. I'm like, that's expertise, I'm like, man. That's true for so many different kinds of things where... The most basic level, as the wonderful Dreyfus brothers instructed us 40-some years Richard ago. Richard or uh, Julia Lewis? Hmm? Yep, 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 yep. French jewelry. <laughs> and um, they call it the Dreyfus case. He was also the inspector in the Pink Panther for keeping track. <laughs> yeah. um, but um, no, the thing is, before you even know what you don't know about what you don't know, you don't know what you don't know about what you don't know. And, and every question is probably kind of a good question, you know? It, it, yeah, it, you do have to, but like... How do you teach somebody how to? I mean, now I was about to say pump the brakes, but we don't do that anymore because you probably have a fancy car with with uh, the the ABS brakes, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, and so like like you know, you're not thinking about that when you but drive. You, and I think I get what you're getting at, though. This was true for movies and Disney and life and all mm -hmm. kinds of things where it's like I have to relearn something a little bit too, or I at least have to. Sorry to fall back on this. Get a little bit of mm, beginner's mind about approaching something absolutely and mm -hmm. you know i was saying to him it's i said well when you're when you're walking and you want to turn right you don't think well i need to put more pressure on my left foot and swivel my hips this way and turn my chest you don't think about that you just do it and i said driving becomes like that very 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 quickly to the point where you're not thinking especially if you're not operating a manual transmission if you just have an automatic transmission it's like you just get a sense of like if and and so like we were on um we're on a road where or the, the interstate and it was there was not really mm -hmm. anybody else driving around. And I said, if I just press down suddenly hard on the gas, 
it will accelerate very quickly. And if I press right. down gradually, you know, we'll accelerate more slowly. And, and like I could show them this stuff. And, you know, I realize that where you are with the, with the smart home stuff, you're in that area of, I'll, I'll say, expertise level where you're not even thinking back about the very, very basic things. And so I'll, let me, I, I have prepared for this show. And so I would like to start by saying I kept asking you and other people I knew do you, you, you didn't really have to ask. Me. I had to. It's ask. more like just you know, Merlin doesn't really have a volume knob. He only has a power button. So at a, <laughs> so at a certain point, I just have to cut the connection and get on with my life. <laughs> oh, oh, let me tell you another thing. Have you heard about hoops? <laughs> so I, I, my big question kept saying, "Well, do I need to like pick a platform? Do I Which need to totally decide Google yeah. or Apple or Which whatever? And should I buy and stuff like that? Everybody that I would ask would say, well, you know, I, I love HomeKit and I use that. Or, oh, I like the Google devices, so I use that. And the impression that I kept getting was almost like I have to pick one. And mm -hmm. the, the reality is I don't. I don't have to pick one. And I'll tell you what I've learned about this. So when I moved into this house, I noticed that already it had two Nest learning thermostats. And I, you know, those were already there. And I'm a big kind of, if it isn't broke, don't fix it kind of person. Oh, you and me both, buddy. I didn't really want to replace them. And I've used Nest before and they're fine. They're nice. And so I thought, okay, that's something. Fine is the word that I've heard. I've yeah. heard they're fine. They're fine. They were um, revolutionary when they came out. And now today, a lot of people who like sort of rely on them are like, yeah, I'm really ready for this to work better at the most basic stuff that I wish it had done for years. But that it's... Is it still considered kind of the good one? Uh, it, as far as I know, it is. There's another one that maybe is better with Apple HomeKit. This one obviously is not mm. playing with Apple HomeKit. But what I but found is... But that's a relief is, that you don't have to, you know, tear that like, out. I don't have to tear it out. I don't have to yeah. replace it. So the thing the thing that I found uh, is it, it's it's not so much that you have to pick either or. It's more about interoperability with the different things that you're getting. For example, I did some research and tried them out, and I found that uh, the the uh, the doorbell that did the be that seemed to be have the features that I wanted it to have, and oh, in talking and stuff, the camera, mm -hmm. the resolution, the face recognition, and other things like that, was the Google Nest doorbell. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I had a Ring in my last place that I didn't like. And mm -hmm. there are other ones, I think Logitech makes one. There's other ones that'll work with Apple HomeKit and things like that. But this one had the features I want. So what that simply means is that that one piece of the smart home, I will need to use uh, Google Home to interact with that or to do certain things with that. But that's not really a big deal because if I, if I want to do banking, I have one app to do that. If I want to look at investments, I have another app to do that. They're both mm -hmm. dealing with money. They're both dealing with savings. They're both dealing with stuff like that. But I have a different app to use for those things. That doesn't create, a, that's not like a huge amount of friction for me to say, oh, if I want to see who is at my door or who I'm going to get. And what's cool about like, what's cool about that doorbell is it does do the face recognition and you can tell it, it'll say, I saw four faces today and you can go through right. them and say, oh, this is me. This is my son. You know, this is, this is the, you know, the UPS guy, whatever. And you can identify it. And so the I'm next so time. I'm so sorry. I keep brushing against my mic. I'm sorry, Dan. I'm going to stop doing that. It Just so you matter. know, that's that's my left shoulder touching the mic. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I've done it four times now because I keep trying to adjust my previous. <laughs> I don't even mix. know if it comes across. Okay. It's sorry, fine. It sounds but, like this. 
So like if you if you showed up at my door, it would say it was an unknown face. I would tell it it was Merlin Mann. I, I and the next time first. the next time that you came, it would say Merlin Mann scene or yeah, Merlin Mann is have here. That announce if it works with HomeKit, you can even have that announced on your TV and stuff like that. Right, and I can do that like with the Google Nest Hub, and I have two. I have a couple of those in the house already, and I really like those. So you would think that I'm saying, well, I'm going to mainly focus on the Google stuff, but that's actually not totally true because there are a couple of things that I have that are only that only work with HomeKit. And so th- what's really cool though about it is something like with the the Lutron Cassetta, I hope I'm saying that right, Cassetta uh, switches is you know you get there is a little hub that you get. You can buy all this stuff individually or as a, a pack, but it does have a little hub. The hub plugs into your switch or your router or whatever you have. And then as you install these switches around your house and other Lutron type devices around your house, it automate you you go into the Lutron app, it finds them, and then they just magically appear in HomeKit and Google Home. You yeah. don't have to do anything else once you've linked up Lutron to those services, they just appear there. And so the interesting thing about this is in typical fashion, Google is focused on cloud stuff. So you don't have to have any device in your house to do stuff with Google. It exists in the cloud. And Apple, typically being a consumer electronics company, they have a physical device that does this stuff for you. And that physical device is either an Apple HomePod or an Apple TV. If you have an Apple HomePod, you can talk to uh, your stuff and make it work. And if you don't, you just have the Apple TV, then you can't just shout out, hey, S, do this thing for Mm -hmm, me. mm Um, the same thing is mostly true with the Google devices. You have to have at least one kind of Google listening device in your house to be able to shout things to it. But you don't need those things in order for this stuff to work if what you're wanting to do is control them with the app or control them you know, in, in, a, in a way of like setting up a program or a routine mm-hmm. to yeah. do it. So like, for example, I, at this point, I have only one cassette switch. Uh, and it's for dimming the lights in the in the main bedroom, so I can I can say, hey G, uh, you know, turn off the lights. Hey G, in the ma- in the main bedroom, or mm. dim the lights in the main bedroom, or I can set a program to do that. Now, if I had an Apple HomePod, and I probably will wind up getting one just to experiment with this stuff, I could say, you know, hey hey Dingus, and I and it could do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, both of these different services can control the Lutron because it has a connection that just happens. So I can control all of the switches. And you know what? If I like the Apple HomeKit way of programming a routine better than the way I, the Google does, I can just do it with that. If I want to have the Google stuff do it, I wish I had, I wish I I had, had the that. right words for these things. So instead, I'm just going to use a lot of words that I actually know as they come out of my mouth are not mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. I know when we say endpoint, that has a, that's a specific term of art, usually, I think, with regard to APIs. I know that middleware has a, right. at least used to have like a specific meaning. I don't know better words than those, but you've got a bunch of devices. Mainly what you need to know, I think, is like, it's almost like XLR versus USB. It's not quite that simple, but like this is a device, this microphone is a device for capturing sound and you can get different kinds of mics that are better or different or all those kinds of things. And yeah, you can process it later and all that kind of stuff. But on on some kind of like fairly basic level, you got to figure out how it gets from your face into the computer. And like once you cover that part, you just got audio you're dealing with. 
you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think that's one way it's difficult to understand or explain because you, you know, this, remember those back in the days, there used to be lots of really funny jokes about this in the early 2000s about anybody who partnered with Microsoft, you bought a mouse and like it was just cut or Intel, it was just covered with all these <laughs> right. different logos yep. and all this kind of stuff. And and today you'll generally see increasingly the stuff I get, it'll say works with Alexa, works with Google, works with uh, HomeKit, et cetera. Um, and the, the part about that that's thorny though, so yes, I mean, you can plug that in and if it says it'll work with that, there's a pretty good chance that will. As you've already, I don't need to go into this again for the fifth time, but just to underscore that, it's important to understand that whatever your devices are that play into your smart home soup, you might have different, as you've seen, different abilities and really importantly, sometimes different limitations yes. based on what it's made for. So the Logitech camera that I like a lot um, works only with HomeKit. You set it up through Home and that's the only way, that's the only thing it can do. You can't, I mean, as far as I'm aware, it's made for HomeKit. It gets configured in Home. There is no other app, right? And so that's going to be pretty limiting if you if you pick up this pretty this nice pretty nice camera that does all this stuff and has facial recognition. Oh, but like big asterisk is that's not going to work in the way you expect with your Google stuff probably. But but I think you've got the right approach and you've come around the corner already on like what makes this stuff interesting and fun and a little bit of a um little bit of a puzzle sometimes yeah, to figure out. Yeah, for sure. Out. And yeah. that's, the, well, that's, that's the whole thing is like, there really are puzzle pieces to this. So like, for example, I have a Logitech uh, Circle camera, which only works with uh, HomeKit. It that's doesn't the work. That's referring to, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work with the Google stuff. It only works with the HomeKit. And so what that means does the is... It video, it does the facial right, stuff. Right, it encrypts in well. the camera and yeah. streams it so that only you can get it. I think Google's a, better at the facial recognition stuff personally. But. They are better. It's yeah. much better. Um, but like, so you basically just need to know that certain things are going to work in one system and other things work in the other. But it doesn't mean, which is what I thought, it doesn't mean you can't still use both. I mean, there's nothing to right. prevent you from using both. Some well, of the things will work like with both systems. It's like asking, what kind of flashlight do I need for my Tesla? And you go, well, <laughs> right. that's an interesting question, but like, honestly, like what you're looking for a flashlight, so like, I don't know what you do in a Tesla, I guess change a tire or whatever. Like anything that'll fit in your glove box or trunk or, or frunk, I guess it's called, what, that, that'll, you know what I mean? It's, it's a little bit of like, it's, it's not a dumb question, but it's, it's telling when somebody asks a very good question like that, 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 that kind of belies the parts of this that are so much simpler than you think and a thousand times more difficult than you realize. And that's why it hel it's helpful to have right. a Sherpa for this stuff. So now you can go and do likewise. Yeah, I, exactly. And the, the thing that I found to was at first very confusing and now seems like obvious. And what nobody said to me is the one thing is you can use both. You can buy any, any, device that you as like. As long as you don't try to use your flashlight to like, you know, charge your car. Yeah. I mean, there you know are I mean? limitations. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be stupid, but I'm saying that's the thing is like, it's not that it won't work. I mean, honestly, like, for example, like I have, I still have ring stuff, as I've said before, at my office because mm -hmm. it's too long a story to get into, but we're, we started out as a Hue and Amazon product family at home. That was like the Amazon voice products were the first voice products we had. Hue was the first like hub and like big system for doing stuff. And back then, I don't think there were any smart home systems that didn't require a hub. That could have been something like, um, 
I mean, I guess technically the Lutron is one. You've got Hue. I've had other ones, Abode. There's all these different ones, and then but then you get confused because you're like, oh, but what about Zigbee and what about all these things? And it's it's just like if you just need the flashlight to create light, you'll be fine. Just don't expect it to charge your car. So all that stuff will still mostly work fine. It's just that there's going to be integrations where you are going to have a very strong point of view about how it works. So in my case, the reason I keep this dumb Amazon stuff running at my office is I have a, I have ring motion sensors, I have a ring alarm. And like I've said before, I have a pretty good and dependable um, routine for the Amazon voice devices that runs through this like six step thing when I'm ready to leave the office. So, you know, I, I, I think you're, I think you're on to something. I, I just feel bad because if you've got the dough, you've got the time, you've got the interest, I always come back to the Synology. It's really easy to economize on the wrong thing or to make the wrong choice, and it becomes so much more costly than you realize. Oh, you, yeah. you know, but I, I think you're on the I think you're on the right path. And just you know, again, between you and me, like if I had to start completely over right now, well, I don't know. This is off the dome. But like you, I really like the Google stuff, and I really like yeah. the Google Hub. It's yeah, that thing is the best thing you can the, get. The, in the your faint house. the faint praise which with which I shall damn it is it's easily the least annoying of all of these. Yeah, it's the only one that's not seeing constant regressions in how either the voice stuff works at any level, right? Or in the case of the Amazon products, like how aggressively hostile they are about constantly strapping on new crap you never asked for and then have to turn off and then it, you know what i mean it's like you end up feeling like you're you paid you paid for some like video malware <laughs> no you're right you're totally right and like it's integrating all of this stuff it's as a as a guy who spent the first half of my career in you know, I guess for better or for worse, you'd call it IT stuff. You worked you work for a Slee Stack? Slee Stack, You used to get people's yeah. phone lines over yeah. ISDN? I did. You used to do uh, support desk work and yes. close people's tickets? Yes. You fi filed their feedbacks and whatnot? And the the thing that always made a huge difference was open standards. So mm -hmm. I remember oh, when yeah. people finally stopped using POP3 for their mail and started <laughs> switching to IMAP. And it's right. like, okay. And Gmail said, oh, we've got an IMAP interface. It's like, okay, fine. IMAP one. And that's what we're using. <laughs> an IMAP-ish interface. Yeah. And like, yeah, imagine if, uh, if we still had to deal with like Apple talk networks where we had RJ 11 cables instead of RJ 45 for everything, like little things like that. Once there's a standard, you just want to use it. And it's crazy to me to think that there isn't just some standard. And I have to think that there's some kind of subsidy happening behind the scenes where Apple is like, like doesn't want you to make a device that works also with Google. Like why wouldn't the lot, why wouldn't the Logitech circle camera, which is a great camera, why wouldn't it also work with Google and Alexa? Like it should, mm -hmm. it just should. And it I doesn't. Mean, are, you, are, you, are you being serious? Yeah. I mean, do you have a speculation? I do. I mean, What's the your... speculation is this has to be a, like some kind of payment behind the, the scenes. The interesting part right? to me is I, I don't know. I don't know anything. There's, there's a reason I'm not in the corner office, but um, I I suspect that that is that's Logitech going into a meeting with somebody and saying like, hey, well, you know, they're they're they're, they're they do a fair amount of stuff with um, you know Apple things. Yeah, of course. Um, and I could I, I don't know. I mean, I wonder how that goes. Does Apple approach them and say we'd like you to make a secure video? And again, you're going to see that phrase coming up, secure video, which can be frustrating, but it's kind of cool. But like, if you see what happened with, was it Wise? Who was it that had the big AWS bucket? 
Oh, I think it was Wise, W-Y-Z-E, And then right? they, they were kind of, I don't know, they were a little sketchy. I'm, I'm trying to be nice here. They were pretty sketchy about responding to what actually happened. And, well, the truth is, whether the camera is outside, inside your house pointing outside, outside pointing outside, or inside pointing inside, no matter what it is, it's vital to understand what you can expect this thing to be recording and when, and then where it goes. And I've, I've had, like, there was a time when I was getting pretty into, wasn't wise, what was the other one? Oh, shoot, I bought a bunch of these really nice HD cameras that I loved. And I, then I'm spacing on the name. But, but the problem, problem zero was, like, the battery was dead in, like, 36 hours. Yeah. With even, like, fairly minimal, you know, uh, power usage. But, you know, and the whole point was for me to have a wireless camera well bad on me, whatever. But, but then, then it's like, if you want to do freaking anything with this, you're going to have to pay for an account that puts it into their cloud. And I mean, you know, maybe I'm simple, but I do kind of like the fact, at least for what I need out of this, I like the fact that it's in Apple's cloud and I, I trust them more than I do other people. You know, in the same, maybe in the same way that the Google Home Hub is the least bad of the voice assistant devices with a screen, you know, I, if you want to do your own thing with your own stack, uh, last thing on this, this, this goes back to Synology, though. Like, if you find yourself using the terminal a lot, a lot, a lot with your mm -hmm. Synology, yeah. for myself, I found myself thinking, wait a minute, I'm not using this right. I mean, I can learn how to do that. Like, I... I, you have to do it for some kinds of things, especially like with home assistant. But if you're using terminal over much to like do something versus just like <clears throat> troubleshoot debug something, like I think you're kind of doing it wrong. Why don't you just go to OWC, buy a toaster, get six, eight terabyte drives and pop it in there because you're not really benefiting from the packages or Docker uh, things that, that make Synology so valuable. So, but, but, and, and that sounds like it's off topic, but I think it's not because whether you're talking about your notional Airbnb where you want to have, you know, a security system and a camera outside and that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Like, or whether you're talking about setting it up for the, the notional parents who don't want to be bothered with all this stuff, you don't want to leave them stuck with something that's mysterious and unsolvable. And it, it would be nice in the same way that it's always nice to go, well, hey, you want a Mac? This is the Mac to buy now. You right. an iPad? This is, I mean, it, there's not that often anymore that you can say with total confidence, this will work great for everybody. I, I think about this right now with things like ChatGPT or, yeah, home automation, any of that stuff. I'm a pretty ardent fan and enthusiast of those things, and I'm still so stuck on what is not working. So I screamed, Dan, at my HomePods Mini this morning, repeatedly so many times and it, it became farcical it was playing captain beefheart really loud as you do on a tuesday um because i had captain beefheart on the mind and then what did i wanted to play i think i wanted to play fountains of wayne or something and i got in this and oh no no i know specifically what it was dan it's even worse i wanted it to play a song from george harrison's wonderful album all things must pass yeah i really wanted to hear um down 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 well what is life Listen to that all the time. It's a great song. Oh, it's a great song. That's in my that. like top uh, ten that's, songs. That's I mean, like obviously Phil Spector's early '60s stuff was like the best, but like I think of his like later stuff, <laughs> rock and roll high school is fine, but like that's a really anyway. And so I'm saying, I'm saying, hey dingus, and then I wait until you know the sound, the volume dips a little bit. And I go, hey dingus, and this is what I said, Dan. Hey dingus play what is life by george harrison and it goes something like eh, that's an interesting question it depends on my <sighs> hey dingus <clears throat> play what is life by george harrison i see you're asking a question 
and it's like I don't know, man. Like, there's if I'm I'm playing music and I uh, I scream something that it can hear that begins with the word play and it gets confused. You think I hate that? Imagine how Aunt Marge feels about that. She just wants to watch her stories and play brains. Right. Like she wants it way simpler than we do. Mm-hmm. Old blue eyes she likes. <laughs> mm-hmm. She gets too hungry for dinner at eight. Uh, do you want to keep going or tell me about something you like? Uh, at no, some point, you, should, you must tell me. Mustn't you tell me? Oh, wait. Do we not have something you like? I think, do we? Uh, oh, I don't know. There's been, you know, people don't really advertise anymore. No, I think I don't think we do this week. I think we do next week. Okay, I'm done interrupting you. Keep going. Well, I, so the one thing that I have been like getting into is you know all the different things that you can do with voice commands as well as with schedules. The scheduling stuff is kind of straightforward, and there's some neat things that happen with Apple HomeKit. So one of the advantages that I found for using HomeKit with some things or all things or as a part of it is. Most of us, me, I have my, I have an iPhone and it's on me when I leave. And so if you leave your Wi-Fi, you go off of the Wi-Fi and leave and you are in a different location, the Apple ecosystem knows that your phone is in a different location. And so it will essentially tell, tell your Apple TV or At your home. At the very least, it's an addressable piece of information that you can automate against. Yeah, and it will it and will automatically just, say, "Oh, you literally you've, just you. Yeah, you're in way better shape." The problem we run into is Lots I'm very re well. I'm very reluctant to like you know to have stuff in our house. This 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 really began with the Canary camera, which when it came out was a very good camera that I trusted for like mainly being able to make sure the cat wasn't dead, and and it would just shoot this wide range fisheye of the hallway, and we could see like where the cat was when we first got you know how it is you get an animal and you're like. Ooh what's the cat doing and um but you know in order for that to truly and this goes again i won't repeat this all the way through but it's important geofencing in my opinion um presence detection let me put it that way presence detection which can include geolocation is what it's all about for this stuff to get really powerful i'm going to yeah. need to get a lot more confident about presence detection and with almost all of those things their answer to that in like relatively small 10 point type is like everybody in your house puts this app on their phone and the state changes from a one to a zero when they're no longer inside the geofence if it all worked fine but think about all the different ways that that can go not well well first of all pfft, I don't want to burn down everybody's, make them have an app on their phone, burns down their battery. Will it be, I mean, how do you even test that? You got to test that by making people leave the house and all that stuff. And yeah, I do test it. This is why I'm not a monster. Like I make sure this stuff actually works. But I mean, presence detection is really tricky. Presence detection, when it arrived in OmniFocus was a godsend because you could say something like, Hey, if I'm near any drugstore, if I'm near, this is why I had those nested contexts of like drugstore inside of grocery store, because if I'm at the grocery store, I'm also probably at a drugstore. So remind me, push a notification to do drugstore things when I'm at Safeway, right? I mean, it's great for arriving. It's not great for leaving. And the thing is, there's so much stuff where I am going to have trouble putting all of my confidence into this until I understand more about what's happening at my house when no one's there and how it knows. How do it know? Yeah. Here, put this canary up on. It'll be fine. <laughs>
But so like I noticed like with the Logitech circle camera, when I leave the house, it says it has switched from this mode to this mode, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. And like, that's kind it's of got, interesting. It's got a home mode and away mode. And, right. Yeah. But you can Unless do your that office with... is very close to your house and then <laughs> you start to understand the limitations that you offensive. <laughs> but you know, the idea of having something so that like, imagine you show up at your house, it's nighttime. And perhaps some of the some of the lights are already on because you had a program for that. But then as you get through the door, you don't have to say, hey, device, I'm home. It just knows you're home because the proximity right. in your phone says you're home. And so what that makes it do is it says, oh, well, you're home now. So I'm going to turn the air conditioning and, and, and down just, just and I'm going to turn these worth, lights I mean, on. I'm, and I'm the on fan. the Alpha for, I'm so sorry, I apologize. No, that's okay. I'm on Keep the Alpha on. 4. I had been on whatever the developer thing is for Estimote, which are these amazing little um, Bluetooth beacons. And it's the kind of thing where I think it's very similar to the thing where you walk, in my case, I walk into the mall, and when I'm near the Apple store, it says, hey, just so you know, you're near the Apple store. Do you want me to like, or like you're at the Regal movie theater, don't be creepy. Like, do you want to see your ticket for this? I think that is done generally with uh, Bluetooth beacons. And Estimote is really interesting because Estimote, you get these little, these cool little things that look like little plastic rocks and you can say how, like how basically how, like how strong you want it to be. But in that case, I had like three of those, my, the starter pack. So it could tell like when I was in one room versus another. Now that sounds silly, but I really want you to think about it. Detect whether anybody is in this part of the house. Well, suddenly you're making better decisions. You're, I mean, like, it's easy enough to have a light turn on by motion, but how do you know when it should turn off? And if it stays off, is it going to be confused because now you're out of town and it doesn't know? It's all, it's all part of this same system. But I think in the next five years, or I hope in the next five years, that's going to become huge. I don't know if it'll be Bluetooth, but what's the other one? What's the uh, ultra-wideband or what's the one where, like, where you can find your AirTag and it'll, like... Oh, I don't know what that one's called. I haven't. That stuff. Uh, that stuff's going to be huge. Yeah. Continue. Uh, so, for me, going through this process has been very educational because <laughs> I really I didn't know what to expect. I didn't really know how all of this was set up. But when it comes to doing those kinds of things, you might say, "Well, Apple HomeKit is better at detecting when I'm here or when I'm not here." I don't need to do it with motion sensors. I can do it just by having my phone with me. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to set up routines and schedules that are based on that. But I don't want to talk to the Apple HomeKit with my voice because I don't have HomePod, let's say. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do have these Google Nest hubs around. So I'm going to use those. I'm going to actually talk to the system with those. And I can say, hey, you know, turn off the turn off the light in the master bedroom. And it will just do that for me. Um, you know, so I'm learning as I go about what the limitations of this are and I'm learning about which devices I want to use and which ones I don't want to use and, you know, replacing, getting in and replacing the light switches and things like that. That's pretty easy. It's pretty straightforward to do that. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not <laughs> that, suggesting that's, in some ways that's, it's not precisely the beginning, but it's definitely not the end. Yeah. So once all that stuff's in there, now you're like, in my case, playing with shortcuts inside of the home app to like produce the thing that I want. And then troubleshoot right. it over time to get it the way you want. You know, and being able to being able to have it so that, you know, like for example, you can say, Hey G, make it make it a couple degrees colder <laughs> in the house. And it'll just do that. It'll just do mm -hmm. that. Like that's nice. And to me, this just further points out how important I think voice recognition and 
understanding context and things like that are oh, are now totally. and are going to be in the future. And, because and, and which which my obsession with ChatGPT is making yeah. so much clearer to me. Yes. Uh, if we have time at the end, I have a couple of things I wanted to tell you. But I know you're kind of you're probably over ChatGPT. But no, I, I'm not. I, I love I, that I, thing. I I'm using it for everything. Well, I continue to be completely blown away by what's in there. There's plenty of other people out there to make you scared of things. Don't worry. There'll be plenty of people to scare you. Do you let your pal Merlin just tell you what's cool about it? But in that instance, we're like the contextual stuff. We're like, as long as I keep the same thread open in ChatGPT, it'll remember whatever I tell it. When we were, we were out of town recently for a couple of days, uh, get away with the family. And I, w I just for fun, I created a thread where I, I treated it like a diary or journal, where yeah. I was telling it, well, we've, we drove from here to there at this time. We have dinner reservations at seven at this place tonight. We're this far from that. It remembers all of that. Not just like, hey, what's my name? And it tells me my name. It'll remember whatever you put in there. And then say things like, if the example I'll give later, I'll spoil this right now. Um, I learned from uh, a, a friend of the show whose name I'll find that you can create bunch text files, like Brett, Brett Terps's oh, yeah, bunch. Yeah. You can create bunch text files you can create JSON. Last night, I had it write me a shortcut for a thing I've been trying to do for months. And it's, I, I tried it three different times, and it spit out the same thing every time, and I made it this morning. It was, it was really, I can't create a shortcut that you can download right now. But, but whereas, like, so you can tell it's like, build you a website and just copy it. It's completely nuts. And I'll tell you, a couple days of that, when you're bleary-eyed at 3 in the morning playing with that, and a, a couple couple days into that you're like hmm a lot of this stuff still feels pretty caveman you know and so like for example <laughs> when amazon i feel like probably first introduced i think with the time what they called follow-up so you could say um I'm, I'm just as a, i'm just as a for instance but you could say things like um uh who's the very tall woman on game of thrones and it might say uh, gwendol what was it, gwendolyn chris gwendolyn yeah, but anyway, Brand of Tarth or whatever. And you say like, okay, how tall is she? Well, it, that feels pretty intuitive. But the thing is, try that with Siri. I bet there's a pretty yeah, good chance it's going to say, what are you talking about? Or it's going to say, what is, what is life? What is life? You know, and, but that, that, that really enhances my trust in the system when it has the ability to, to walk and chew gum and turn my lights off. It's, there's something about that little piece of context, that follow-up question mm -hmm. or follow-up statement, if the, if the AI can't do that, it very, very quickly becomes useless you mean, to me. Like te technically, it's not currently capable of that, right? Right. Because like on if, the other hand, you, you and I both have for, I don't know how long, at least five years, expressed that frustration with don't be cute. If you, yeah, if you don't screwed be up and you know you screwed up, yes. don't be cute about it. So here's right. your nightmare. It's like, I'm sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. Also, did you know that you can order a flashlight for your Tesla? And you're like, dude, pump the brakes, Amazon. <laughs> you're not, you know you're not being helpful. You know you're getting up in my grill. Yeah. And you, you know you just totally ate the booger and then tried to make a joke and sell me something. And like, what are you, Lyle Landley? You know? <laughs> Having, you know, but that little bit of context that you get, and I don't mm -hmm. know how old a human child is when they understand that. But if you can think about it, where if you say, if you say to a child... <laughs> object permanence, basically. Object permanence. Yeah. Like, 
Um, I realize that there are other people in the world who are not me, and I'm still kind of processing what that means. Yeah, you and can in theory say, of yeah. mind, we look at like that ability to understand what somebody else is thinking about what you're thinking, like yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, and and if you can like fake that enough to just accomplish the thing you know I'm trying to do or can intuit that I'm trying to do, don't point out my spelling error. Just do the thing. Just do the thing. And it's yeah, like your yeah. your example with asking like who who is. You know who who is such and such. Don't a call person. her Lady Brian. You could say who no who lady. who plays that character. How mm -hmm. old is she? Where does she live? Has she been in anything else? It will understand that. It ChatGPT mm -hmm. understands that. Siri does not. Google and does not. It'll tell you if it can't do it. And it'll tell you if it can't do it. And Sometimes that's really it'll tell you handy. If it won't do it. But what's, what's me, funny is I, did, I made a, um, so I've been tracking this, uh, I've been keeping a spreadsheet because I'm weird and I love spreadsheets. I have a spreadsheet of, because I'm always asking how tall people are and especially watching Game of Thrones in succession, there's like so many tall people. And um, I, tr I said, I did this crazy prompt like last week where I was like, um, give me a list of the 10 tallest actresses working in Hollywood right now. Along, And then just for a flyer, I said, along with the number of photos of them on Wikifeet, and um, what year they were born or something like that. And I totally spit it out. And then like the fourth time I did it, it said, mm, it looks like you're trying to compare people's looks and we don't like to do that. And it was like, it was so interesting because different times you get different results, but it's transparent just in that sense of like, what's so frustrating about all of these things? What's so frustrating about trying to get help from United Airlines? What's so frustrating about like not understanding why it doesn't know who freaking George Harrison is whatever, right? What's frustrating is what do you do now? What do you do next? If you care about that, if you don't care about it, why do you have it? If you care about it, how do you improve it? How do you make it better? Did it not hear me? Did it not process it? Did it not make it up to the cloud? Right. Did it not make it back down from the cloud? Was there some, in my case, like there's a thing I use via API for controlling my home kit scenes. And if there's a, like, like if one of the lights is like fully unplugged, I get this error I have to deal with. It's like, again, Aunt Marge doesn't, or Uncle, Uncle Marge, hmm, Uncle Marge doesn't want to have to deal with that. He just wants to watch his stories, play bridge. Yes, and I think there's something about the way that ChatGPT interacts that is that is especially human in mm -hmm. a way, and mm -hmm. and I think that's what's totally missing from these other devices that we talk to that you would actually expect to be more human because, like, mm -hmm. we have mastered. It's like you're ordering from Carl's Jr. in Idiocracy. <laughs> yes, mm -hmm. we have mastered <laughs> making a synthetic voice sound great. We, if, if you Google synthetic voices out there, there is some tech out there that is just, oh, yeah. will, the, 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 you'll the be beside that, yourself. The version of that that's inside of Readwise Reader right now has gotten so much better. We can yeah. just hit it. It'll do stuff like give you the transcript for a YouTube video or like, but you're reading, like, if you're reading this long article, like I'm rereading for like the fourth time that wonderful Ricky J profile from a million years ago. You can just have it read it to you and it, it'll work just fine. And with the latest edition, if you triple click on your AirPods, it selects. You can, I haven't done it yet, but you can select text and it'll highlight it while you're listening to it. I mean, yeah, you're right though. I mean, that it's funny. We, we crunch and we, 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 um, we see these big leaps forward in different parts of this at different times. And obviously there's a time when everything is garbage. The first time I tried to tell my Quadra 800 to close a window, I lost half a day, <laughs> but like now today, I mean, there's, there's a lot of really, really powerful stuff and I, I'm, I'm having fun at serious expense here or being frustrated at serious expense, but like it does work like a, like a fair amount of the time. Something I discover, I can't believe I never learned about this app till like a month ago, but Jason Stone mentioned it on an episode of Upgrade, Upgrade, with two Ds for a double dose of his pimpin'. You see, a pimp's love is very different from that of a square. 
I secretly love Idiocracy. Um, but have you seen Any List? Any no. List feels like one of those apps slash services from a million years ago when people didn't know that software had to suck. It's one of the things kind of a la Remember the Milk. Well, Remember the Milk, yes, it was in some ways a an app, but really it was a platform. It was an API. So you could build like whatever you wanted out of this with Any List, which I'll find for notes, tippy tail lemon tree. Um, you set this thing up on your phone or wherever, you hook it up with your services, and I yell out, let's see, um, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute the, 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 the hail word. Add seltzer to my grocery list. Okay, so what happened just then is, and this is very interesting to me because Apple's the odd man or odd they out on this, is I just said, hey, dingus, add seltzer to my grocery list. And like almost every like Mac app, <clears throat> oh, we got this way where that'll get added to this, like your 57th list of reminders called grocery, groceries, grocery store, like whatever, all that nonsense, read, all those dumb lists. No, 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 no. This goes first to the app any list, like I guess through the API, once it's hooked up. Yeah, that gets added to like a, a list that you can look at on your home hub, but also it's a really smart app. So it's gonna know that the thing I just mentioned, which is called seltzer, is a kind of drink. So put that in the drink aisle, etc. right? I mean, isn't that the dream? Don't you just wanna walk around and like Amazon has played at this in the past with their dash buttons and different kinds of, they're always trying to like, you know, sell you a Tesla flashlight. But like, this is actually like, I'm just walking around. I was, I got a lot to do today. I was mopping the floors and doing stuff at the house and you just scream stuff out and lands on a list. And then guess what, Dan? It, albeit admittedly very kind of a Jurassic web view, I can order from Instacart from right inside the app. And it takes me through each item on my list one at a time, tick, 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 tick. And whatever store I'm currently on on Instacart, it'll search on that. Like, it's one of those, that's one of those things where you're like, why isn't there something like this built into everything? Who doesn't want this? I couldn't sleep last night. I had too much iced tea after rec diffs and I couldn't sleep. So that's why I ended up making this shortcut last night. And it's like, it's, it seems so simple. Shouldn't I just have a way where I can just yell into the air and say, hey, dingus, capture X. All I want to do is take X and I want a timestamp, you know, date and timestamp, a location, ideally weather conditions. This originally started as a, what I called the bike log, which is when I'm out riding and I want to remember, hey, don't go down this street anymore. It's garbage, right? All I'm gonna, have you ever just wanted to like, I'm walking around, I'm power puttering. I just want to yell in the air and have stuff end up on a list. I don't want to do anything with it right now. I want to say it and confidently know it went somewhere. Why is that so hard to do with anything but Apple reminders? You can't add things to a note with Siri, which is ponderous to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's just mm -hmm. all these things where you're like, you guys, you walked right up to the edge of this thing being exactly why you would want it. But then I guess for whatever reason, it stops at that point. But along comes something like any list and suddenly Apple's kind of the weird, I don't know of a way to get stuff. I mean, there must be some way to get it in via Siri. Yeah. But like, that's that's where we are right now is you still have to be out there like, um, not avoid contrati, ca ca caveat emptor. Like you've, you've got to be the one like vetting whether this is going to suit the, the thing that you want to do. And uh, it's an exciting time, but it's also a pretty crazy time. It is. And I think when you are looking at what these devices that we want to be capable of doing, what they can actually do, you have these siloed pieces where, again, mm -hmm. like I, I, here's what I don't want to do. Mm -hmm. You know what? It's a little cold in here. Well, let me get my phone out 
And then let me unlock my phone. And let me go to the app. Oh, is it one Google Home? Okay, okay I'll go to now that. you're thinking. And then, you're thinking, because you got to think about what are you going right. to say. And then change I open all lights the app. to purple, change all lights to 25% brightness, and you right. keep doing it and waiting and saying But not, I'm not happen. even saying that. I'm not even saying something where you're... Oh. Ch- I'm just saying that now you've got to scroll down to the mm-hmm. room. You've got to find the thermostat. You tap it. Then you go <laughs> present, you wait. It opens another screen. Now you can hit the little down arrow. Then you have to hit the back button, and then it will change the thermostat. All of that. What do you just want to turn off all at of the that lights point, in your house without using your voice? Right. At that, well, I, I want to use my voice for this. At that point, I just want right. to say, hey, device, m- make it warmer. That's it. That's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. And then, but I also want to be able to do other things that I know the technology exists for it to understand, which is to say, I don't want to go into an app and create a thing and do a routine and do it whatever. I just want to say, at eight o'clock tonight, set it to sixty-eight degrees in here, and that. And you know what? I, do that every night, as long as oh, I'm here. That, but if I'm, where, but that's if I'm, where you want something more like Chat GPT? I want Chat GPT to be the it interface to these different things, right. right? And I want to say, you know, earlier when I told you to make it, don't do that on Wednesdays, okay? And okay, I won't do that on Wednesdays. And it knows what I'm talking Try about. Try doing that with your sleep schedule in Apple Health. Where like I've been trying to make myself get not make myself find myself getting up a little bit earlier, so I've been setting an alarm to wake up in the morning that encourage me to go to bed at a decent time, wake up at a decent time, and like when you change that, like it's 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 it, it almost feels like adjusting daylight saving time on the alarm clock you got from a bank in 1978. It's just not it's not from fun. Publix green stamps. Publix green stamps, SNH green stamps. My family was deep in the. Oh, we, we were. were balls deep in green yeah. stamps. Speaking of ecosystems, I mean. Bico, Bico. What? <laughs> what? What'd you say? I said, speaking of ecosystems. Oh, speaking of ecosystems, there was there was two. There was SNH green stamps, and then there was the other one. Do you remember double coupons, Dan? Oh, of course I did. I explained this to my kid, who's was fascinated by these stories. I said, you know what a coupon is? And she goes, yeah, because we're at Walgreens, like you do. And I was like, you know. We always used coupons. My mom was an inveterate coupon clipper. And one of the reasons that we went to which store, one of the stores was because, I met him in Winn-Dixie, it was because they had double coupons yeah. every day. Yeah, they did have that. You could save 30 cents instead of 15 cents. Yeah, I mean, why not go there? But all of these things together the just lures. make me, yeah, grappling hooks. All of these things make me really think about where we're going to be in a, a few years because the, we're almost there. We have this chat GPT and it's, it's also really interesting to me how, you know, I think Google has this thing called Bard, right? And they the ones that have Bard. Yeah. And, yeah. I just, you know, like, I just got in on that. And like, also in Skype, like Skype now has a Bing yeah. thing in it. And, and all like, of these yeah. apps that are saying, well, now Microsoft Word, well, it can edit this <laughs> for too, you. and all me this. too. I'm like, you know what? That's great. But again, mm-hmm. I go back to this thing and I'll say it again. People, generally speaking, they don't want to look at their phones. They really don't. You're going to read yeah, something but, on your but phone. It's, it's also like it's such a bolt-on in some cases. I, I understand is. why it you is. would do that, and I do very much understand the need to like get to market quickly when everybody else is doing it with their BS. But you know, one reason I like ChatGPT is it really works very well. It, I mean, it, it works well, and it's not weird. And when it doesn't work well, it's within parameters that I, I'm comfortable with and understand. But like, I mean... Excel has kind of always had something like that in a way. I mean, first time I ever was pointed to probably Excel. Yeah. Well, and learning about like formulas and like autofill. Autofill's crazy. Like discover the pattern in this that I don't see. 
oh, it looks like, you know, it's not going to say this, but like you, you grab these six cells, grab the corner and pull down. Well, it looks like what you want me to do is keep repeating Tuesday, Wednesday, and Saturday in perpetuity and have those other ones. That is to me just about, you know, you know what they say, uh, sufficiently advanced technology, right? That's always had that. But like in Word, what do you do beyond, say, write a letter to fire somebody? Like, I don't know. I don't want to be simple about it, but like, what do you, what, how, I mean, I guess that's what people want it for. Maybe they want it like for like, you know, make a resume. I had, um, I found this, it's not great, but I found a pretty interesting repo where somebody's put a bunch of their prompts for getting it to do, getting it to be different things, be a writing coach, be a, li be a right. life coach be a, a a job interviewer and it says stuff very specific like I, i'm i'm gonna be interviewed don't do anything but respond as if this is a job interview blah 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 all those kinds of things which i think as we'll mention briefly at the end here i think it's a, it's a really really fascinating idea i mean it, whether or not it's perfect if you don't see the value in that you're not trying um but like that that ability to understand context inside of context inside of context is 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 such a big deal and it really is at least for now chat gpt in particular with and i mean i haven't gotten on the mid journey because i'm not going to go be in a chat room to like make greasy pictures of mike pence yeah that's but like, like the interface for mid journey is you get on discord and you type request well, my official stance right weird. now is i'm I'm playing a lot with a couple of these things. I'm on the alpha, like I pay for ChatGPT, and I'm on the alpha of browsing, but I'm not a developer. So I don't have plugins per se yet. Once you've got plugins, I mean, I can ask it, can I buy Polar Seltzer from Instacart? And it'll say, yes, you can get it from these places. But once you've got plugins and they're all running, you can say, you can hook all of that stuff together. And just, you know, like Lily Tomlin with your quarter inch jacks, you know, uh, hooking up to each other. You can just say like, you know, do this thing. That's ridiculously powerful. I'm sorry I cut you off again. I'm very excited about this stuff, Dan. Yeah, no, and, like, I, I am too. I, 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 I'm bummed that so many people are, are so sweaty about needing this to be the end of the world and the worst thing and jobs are going to go away and Skynet's going to take your baby and all that stuff. Whatever, fine, Kevin Roos. You know, maybe next time break the Prozac in half. But you know, fine. But like, I, I'm gonna be me and my friend Alex. We're gonna be just real excited about this a little bit, and maybe that'll offset some of the end of the world stuff. I mean, last night it told me how to fix my furnace. That's very and cool. That's bananas. So, anyways, yes. So, where are you now with this process? You've moved in. You were waiting for the electrician or someone like him, and now you've got house things going on. You asked me about Saturday morning cartoons. Where are we as we sit here right now? So right now. I have a, a several Google Nest hubs. I have the a, little ones or the big ones. Uh, I want to get one of the big ones. I have two small. They look. They're ones. so good for photos. It seems like they are, and also it seems like they um they're good for watching things on. Is mm -hmm. that true? We've got like, one in the hallway that was I mostly got as kind of a lark, and I I just love it as a photo frame. But I also love like we're getting ready to head out, and it's like you know. Um, you know, what's, what's the, what's the temperature in right. Mendocino, California? And it'll, it'll just tell you and it works. And what I wish that what I could do for. is I wish I could sort of customize the screen that it shows all the time instead of mm. being just I'm the on clock. Flippy clock. I got flippy clock. That's what I use too. And there's another clock that I use, but like, I wish I could, I wish I could just customize it with like well, widgets. Say, you wish it were more like Android. It'd be cool. It if would you be could very like, cool. 
Right. I mean, I, I haven't used Android since my G1, but I think I understand enough to know that, oh, well, Apple stole all that from Android, <laughs> which is moon sad. But, like, why can't we do that? It makes why can't me want to. I mean, it, makes, it would make so much sense for it to be like the, what do they call it on iOS home, home view or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the thing where you flip from, I don't know how you say this. I, I've never used a dating app where you grab the left side of your screen and flip, you know, and, and the then swiping. you like, yeah, swiping yeah. is that called? I never know which direction that's called. But when you swipe from, you swipe, swiping left, left is getting rid of it. Swiping right is keeping it usually. But swiper's not supposed to be swiping. No swiping. Right? No swiping. Hmm. <laughs> but you know, having 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 this technology Swiper. that we do have mm-hmm. to parse out really smart sentences and respond to them and understand context and this and the other thing, and combining that not with Microsoft Word where I don't want it putting it in the digital assistant that I'm supposed to be talking to all the time. Microsoft Office and fax machines only exist because of lawyers and accountants. It's just so, it's like, it's so dumb. Microsoft announces. You've got to send it as a Doc X. Do I? Do I? (laughs) So dumb. Because, you know, I've got, I've got Pandoc here and I can transform anything into literally anything. I've got automations for all of that, but it's got to be a Doc X. What, are you going to run macros in my resignation letter? Jesus. Um, and so, what time is it? Are we doing okay? Twelve four. Um, we, what's we're next? good. Okay. But I, I my so what's next is I have I have I got to mop the floor. Uh huh. Move the cat. Like I got a lot of stuff to do by four fifteen. But like I want to know what's what. Where are you today? And 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 what's next? Where are you with your journey? Tell me anything. Okay, so I have uh, a couple of well, right now one, but I'm gonna have more to install. Uh, Diva switches. The Diva switches are really cool because they are rocker I switches. That was administration cup. Yeah, they're, that's a Diva Cup. Uh, um, these switches are great because they're a little rocker switch for the on-off. And then oh. instead of having the weird little buttons and the little individual pinpoint lights that light up, yeah. they're a rocker switch with a little slider for the dimmers. Rocker switch. And so they're great. You can only buy them. Oh, it's in, a Lutron. Oh, I see. The classic. Yeah. You can only get them. This is like they're, the one your rich parents would have in their house. But they're brand kid. new. These are brand new. They just came out. You can oh, only get yeah. them at Home Depot. You, they're not even on Amazon oh, yet. Oh, yeah. Look at that. They're really cool. So I'm going to put all... Basically, I'm so putting this that got a rocker up and down for on off like a light switch, and then it's got it's sort of like you might have had like I had it in an office at one point, and then it's got the the little dimmer slider, yes, vertically, yes, for, for, and of course yeah. that can be controlled all mm-hmm. with voice or with an app, so that's really cool. It works with Apple HomeKit and Google stuff, uh, and it works with them at the same time, so you can you can use either yes. or both to control it. So that replacing all of the switches in my house over time with those, that's kind of key. Oh, I like this, Dan. Oh, this yeah. is exciting. It sounds like you're feeling confident. Confident enough, About yes. what's valuable to you, which is yes. more valuable than a lot of people realize. And I have the Google Nest doorbell in front, which is great. I have on the side of my house where the trash cans and the recycle bins and stuff are, I want to get one of those exterior floodlight type things so that mm-hmm. it can see when you're I out there. I a solar one of those, but I don't have a... Arlo, by the way. Arlo. A-R-L-O. Arlo, Arlo seems really are the great. cameras that I, that, I, that I got and liked. As long as you've got a power source, without a power source, you're going to be charging them batteries a lot, buddy. But Arlo's are cool. That's those seem really cool. Garage. So I got to get something like that for the outside. Um, 
you know, it's interesting how many devices in my house are actually like Wi-Fi enabled and how many can actually talk to different systems. Like I have a Rainbird sprinkler system mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I've heard of that's that. on Wi-Fi, but it doesn't have any smart components. So I have a Rainbird app. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. use the Rainbird app to control it. This is like but back I, when you used to buy cameras that were like strictly wide. I mean, even right. before the Xiaomi stuff, like the like back in the day when you get one of those, it rotates in two ways. And right. but it's like it, it, it but I had one Dan literally had an ethernet drop on it like rj14 or whatever that is did you really yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) that's so handy all i need to do now is run 80 feet of cat 4 or whatever it was cool you sound like you're imbued i I didn't even talk about the sono stuff Ah! oh did you get that 330 or whatever okay so no i I haven't got that one but what i got is because i I was looking i was looking at surround sound systems this weekend which Uh, i don't so was i I don't need there were a ton of speakers wired in this house in the ceiling all around the house Hmm. and so in order to standard copper too yeah Yeah. and in order to control those and do something useful with those that sonos makes a product called sonos amp Mm -hmm. it's you know it's, it's very expensive but all like all sonos stuff but you can connect the speakers to these things and then they basically become Sonos destination points so that oh, you can use really Apple Music or Spotify or, or anything to to stream wow. the music to them or the Sonos app itself to stream music to them and then they can be combined with all of your other Sonos devices if you want. That's so cool that they do that. They don't make like you get modern if music. you don't want to be. You can, yeah. You're uh, reverse compatible or whatever it's called. It's so cool. That's and so really that's cool. something that I did invest a little bit of money in. But, mm-hmm. you know, the ecosystems for music are all different too. So even though I have a bunch of Google Nest hubs and even though I can use Google to control what is playing on Sonos, I cannot make the music come out of the Google devices themselves. So what that means is I can't, I can say, Hey G play, you know, Devo on the ceiling speakers and it will do that, but I can't include the Google devices themselves what? That's crazy. It, of course in that, can. because Sonos has its own streaming system uh, and Google has its own streaming so and Apple has its own. about that app. When I was a Sonos guy, I hated that app. Has it gotten way better? It's. I wouldn't say way better. It's I okay. Mean, it, it feels like it's got basically the user experience of, again, like the seat back of a United flight. Yeah, I don't know what they were going for. I feel like they yeah. wanted to create some kind of like James Bond it. experience. And it does airplay. Some of them do airplay now, right? Do they? Airplay. I think so, yeah. I don't know. That's exciting. Oh, oh. Um, Gotta very make cool. it work. Make ah. it work. But, you know, like I want my Rainbird. Gotta to get work my with. Rainbird. I don't mm-hmm. make my Rainbird work. Hmm. And um, I mean, may- maybe there is an integration, so I'm hopeful that I can get that working. That's next. But, yeah. Because you... Do, hmm. I get my so that water's your lawn? Yeah, and I want to be able to. Is that, like, is that is you have potable or non-potable water for lawn? Uh, that's a good question. At this house, probably potable. Yeah, I think at this house it's um, it's probably potable. That's cool though. That's that's great. Well, but I mean, like now we're also getting into that thing where like I don't ever want to go on too much about this, except with people who are interested in hearing or slice talking about it. But like, yeah. this is where we get into the really. F- 
and, you know, ChatGPT may be just the thing that helps me with this. But there's so many things where, like, I, I, I want something that seems very simple. The example I've given numerous times is the, what I call the bathroom nightlight, right? Which is, like, if the light isn't on, turn it on at this percentage for 10 minutes, then turn it off. Which is not a ton more difficult than it sounds, but definitely more difficult than it sounds. Yes. Because, so you don't have the light shut off. You don't hear a screaming 15-year-old because <laughs> the light went off when the kid was in the shower. Well, it should be smart <laughs> enough. But, but, like, in that instance, here's an example. I love carrot weather, and uh, I'm all in on carrot weather. Uh, I pay for carrot weather because I think it's a great app. Do you app, have a weather station? Yes. You, I think we talked about that once. Yes. Now, here's the thing. Um, I thought I have a Netatmo, which I hate saying, Netatmo, because it looks like it wants to be Neatmo, but I have a Netatmo. And it does rain. It does wind. It doesn't do wind very well. We had 70-mile gusts last week, and it only doesn't meter all that. But anyway, long story short. So that's awesome. But like... One thing I love in carrot weather, well, guess what? One is, yeah, I can point it at my weather station. So I get all the benefit that I get out of carrot plus the hyperlocality of like current conditions in my yard. How much rain has there been in the last hour, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, but also there's stuff that you scroll down. If you haven't played with carrot in a while, maybe have a look at it. I, it's mainly known for like you, you poke the ocular orb and it tells you you're a meat bag. You can turn all that off. It really is a functionally incredible app besides all the gimmicky stuff that's famous it's very functional the yeah. way you make these cards that are you could basically dan morn had a nice post uh on six colors about how to basically i mean kind of recreate if you love dark sky and the way dark sky worked mm -hmm. you can he shows you like how to basically use the i think they're called cards or views or something like that to, to recreate that but like what i love is that if you scroll 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 scroll, scroll down where nobody scrolls you'll see a couple of really interesting widgets in carrot that I've got anyway. One is you've heard of like golden hour where like there's that time like a Terrence Malick time mm -hmm. of day mm -hmm. when the sun is setting and the Purkinje shift means your rods and cones are changing shifts and shifts literally. And then, um, right. And so like, that's when the grass looks really green and stuff like that. And that's such a wonderful time to shoot. But there's also one called blue hour, blue, blue, blue hour. Blue, Hi, blue hour. I'm blue hour. Blue. And that will tell you like, oh, in the morning, right, as the sun's coming up, it's this beautiful time. That at night, it's all golden. In the morning, it's kind of blue. That's great. You know what else is great? I love looking at the stars. And I'm low-key trying to get my kid into astronomy. Not astronomy, but like just going and fucking laying in yeah. the park and staring at the sky. But how do you know if it's a good night for that? Well, you can look. And if I see Orion, I'm happy. I see the belt, baby. Um, <laughs> but what's even cooler, it'll show you at the bottom in carrot weather like what are the stargazing conditions and it'll say poor very poor good excellent etc mm -hmm. mm -hmm. i would love an easier a simpler way to say give me a heads up now now this sounds simple right dan because like it's oh just go look outside you dummy okay but like i i have stuff to do i have to go mop the floor before 4 15. i got a lot of stuff to do and i'm not always thinking about orion the hunter but you wouldn't it be neat just something as basic as when these conditions are met give me a push notification and i could do this off the dome how about a i mean let's say it it's not raining so ergo maybe it's not cloudy but also it's not 40 degrees and it's right. not 150 degrees let me know when it's a nice night to go look at the stars and you know what i want i want one that tells me when it's a good day a good afternoon for a bike ride which for me means check the wind speed uh the the um and the gusts like the you know sustained winds and mm -hmm. the gusts at the beach because i'm a big fat man on an 80 pound bike you know knock my ass over like ringing a bell so let me know if it's a if it's a day where the temperature's between here and there humidity here and there this time of day 
But okay, go go make that. Go program that. And how do you get the push notification? Well, I don't know. Do you use push bullet or I have to do, 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 or like what do you use? I don't know, man. There's ways to do it, but like I feel like the amount of time I spend trying to hack that together, like I'm some fucking sorry. Like I'm some Debian nerd. Uh -huh. Like, no, what I want you to do is just say, tell me when it's a nice day for a bike ride. And then it says, oh, what's a nice day for a bike ride? And I say, well, these kinds of conditions. And then you could even say like, okay, if it was ChatGPT, I bet you could do stuff like say, boy, I have a really good point to end this with, which is like, okay, now tell me how many days in the last month would have met those criteria. Like, go test it. And you see this, you see this in things where people are doing ChatGPT things where it like feeds back on itself, it gets better answers from itself and it iterates over time and finds the best answer to the best answer. It's like all that kind of stuff. But like right now, I still can't get it to understand whether anybody's at my house. So like if my wife is there and it's during the business hours, never run Roomba. Well, that's fine. But like, yeah, but like if she's not there, how about when she ducks out to go pick up our kid and, you know, buy shoes or whatever, that's a good time to run Roomba at least in the kitchen. Oh, wait, what are you saying now? Well, okay, there are times where it knows, it should know that these are the parts of the house that like, I'm gonna feel better if the kitchen gets swept twice a day, usually by my hands. But how do you automate, program? How do you program that to, to have that kind of, what feels like intuition? Like, remember now, and, and if you haven't, if you don't believe me or you think I'm being silly, go program a nightlight and let me know how it went in a week. Because if you untest it, if it isn't tested, setting the hue lights, our new lights in the new situation when we're away, while we're gone, like, did I know if it worked? Do I want to run it for three nights before we leave? No. I want to be able to say to it, and how did you do with that? Which chat GPT is more than happy to tell me. And I, that's why it's really informing the way I think about a lot of stuff with computers right now, honestly. What's your, what are you most, ex okay, two questions for you. Yeah. Can I ask two questions? Let's go ahead. Um, second question is going to be about what you're very excited about and maybe have a little bit of trepidation about. Main question, your family. Uh -huh. um, what's the thing in this transition, if you want, you could say what's coolest, but like, you know, you have an opinionated family. Mm, very. Is there anything they hate about what you're doing or you had different expectations? Their response to it is different than what you'd expect it with, with your smart home stuff. Mm, you know, there haven't been any objections as of yet. Is anybody uh, utilizing it? Um, a little bit, mm -hmm. mainly to to adjust the air conditioning. Um, it used to be like when my kid was little, slumber parties, where everybody, it was so funny. And I'm usually, I'm so not a creep about this. And I've told my kid, I am not a creep. My, the shirt says I'm not a creep. <laughs> right. Answers many questions answered by my shirt that says I'm not a creep. There you but go. I've told my kid from the beginning, before my kid could ever understand a word, I said, I said, I'm going to tell you what your problem is. And your problem is that I trust you. <laughs> and I trust you and I trust your judgment. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to hold your dick in life. So, like, choose, make good decisions. If, to the extent that you can at a given time and always, anytime, just holler if I can ever, ever, right. ever do anything. But, you know, I, there's no... You can't hand your kid a bunch of scrolls and go like get up to speed on all this. No, stuff. I but mean I, my, sometimes. Yeah, I was going to say the, the, to answer your question, the the thing that I was kind of surprised about. You never creeped on what your kids say to. No, no. Really? No, oh, after I, I used to be so much fun after slumber. Like one, oh god, we made the biggest mistake. Uh, first of all, ten year old assigned female at birth, girls, right? Mm -hmm. And we had like eight of them. We had a sleepover. Mm -hmm. If you have more than two of any kid 
that's too much, you're mm-hmm. already you're already outnumbered and you're screwed. <laughs> and this was like you would not believe the factions, the, the the all of the concerns, the running and screaming from room to room, the I'm never talking to you again, you have to sleep in the closet, all that kind of stuff. But it was so fun to go look at the Alexa history and see like, yeah, it was stuff like play this Taylor Swift song, but also like <laughs> like like slightly C D questions. And you could just hear them all like trying to control. And I mean that's that's the ad right there. That's the commercial, you know, in some ways. It's like, this is a delightful thing where you will learn things about the computer and the computer's going to learn things about you and, and that's kind of cool. But the big question, what's, uh, what are you excited about? What's, what's the one where you're like, ooh, this is, what's your next big step now that you've got your legs under you a little bit? Yeah, the next big step is going to be to complete getting all of these switches installed and mm-hmm. then start really experimenting with routines and things like that. So that like at, at 10 o'clock at night, turn the air conditioning down to 68 degrees, put the fan on, dim the lights to 10%, you mm-hmm. know, that kind of thing all throughout the whole house so that there can be these routines. Because, you know, you do basically the same thing every night. Like this Absolutely. light gets turned off, this all one this gets turned on. Now, now you know why I said what I said yeah. when I was such a pill about yeah. like, you know, a lot of people... The first hue routine is like, make the lights blue when it's raining. Why? Well, I understand why you do that in the sense of, it's a lot like, well, I'll put my hand on the stove and see what happens. But like, that's not what it's like for. And in fact, I'm here to tell you, unless you're really weird, it's gonna drive you nuts that your lights just changed colors because of the weather, unless that's what you wanted. But now you also have understood, like here's a thing that you can do with that. And you're absolutely right. You need, you. what you're looking for is somebody to, to smooth the path of, I don't know, I've been reading a lot of things lately. On the one hand, I'm, of course, interested in things like what we used to call productivity. Um, and um, But I'm also very interested in this idea of, like, I don't want to be, I'm not trying to be, like, a Luddite or, like, a weirdo, like, a nonfiction author. But, like, <laughs> you know, if you automate too much of the stuff out of your life, you don't really have a life anymore. And I think it's really, it's valuable to distinguish well, there's a thing I say in the wisdom document, which I will link to. You all should read it. It's really good. It's 10,000 words so far. Or I say, like, I think it's really important. God, I really want John Dick- Dickerson to like this. I think it's really important to distinguish between the things that necessarily make your job difficult versus the things that are more difficult than they need to be. And the way I phrased it was, the first one, difficult because that's what the job is, that's why you get the big bucks. And the second kind, where it's harder than it needs to be, maybe when you think I should be getting more bucks. If I'm spending my time on this secondary or tertiary task nonsense that involves, again, a lot of dick holding, like that's, that's horrible. You can't make your job easy or simple or you wouldn't be making the dough you're making probably, unless you're running some kind of scam, or right. Steve Bannon or something. Right. But like, there is a reason to say like, whether that's your version of Inbox Zero or whatever, which you can have ChatGPT describe to you in the voice of Tyler Durden, which is awesome. But you, whatever it is that you cobble together, you go like, I need to be able to focus my attention on, on the, 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 the wonderful grind of life. On, I'll have time to deal with this problem tonight or to fix this nice thing because I'm not sitting here trying to use a tablespoon to like dig my own grave. Mm, Like mm -hmm. I I want this stuff to make my life better and I need to learn from it. It needs to learn from me. As the great Andy Greenwald likes to say on the watch, a good TV show teaches you how to watch it. And I I think in some ways you learn from each other. I know I'm learning from ChatGPT. I mean, when I ask it how many times Joffrey Joffrey Baratheon had been slapped on the TV show, it said five. (laughs) And then I said, yeah, but like, isn't there another scene in 
which one, not mother's milk, but uh, one of the other, I was like, and he goes, oh no, you're right. Actually, Cersei did slap him, so it's six times. Sorry about that. It's like, you're a good friend. You're like, that's cool, but I want to get it. I wanted to yeah. get it right. I wanted to remember that. Yeah, so now if like, I go okay, and ask, Dan, it should tell me the right, right answer. To get it right, go into the terminal. To get yeah. it right. Yeah. Like, do you want FFmpeg or do you want to watch TV? <laughs> and the thing is, if you say to your dumb goddamn TV box, hey, dingus, uh, let's see. Show me movies with Paul Rudd. Bing bong. Mm. Who's George Harrison? Uh, now, just the good ones. Like, that's pretty basic table stakes stuff that it can do. The thing I use the most on our Apple TV, hey, dingus, and you hold it up to my mouth like I'm, like I'm Peter Graves in an airport, or airplane, rather. And, um, and I say, like, find, um, like, find Come On Eileen by Dexys Midnight Runners on YouTube. Right, or whatever, or find Trash Theory on YouTube. And it works fine. It works fine for that. I'm not going to, at this point, challenge it to do a whole lot more. Dan, every, and this is bad on me because I'm using their products. If you don't use the products, they're flawless. But I can't tell you how many shortcuts I've made. Because I don't know if you all know this. There's shortcuts you can make for your Apple TV. So, like, I've had a thing. And the good news is this works. This works for a while and then it breaks until I fix it and I don't know what breaks because it's a very straightforward shortcut, which is it's a three-step shortcut where I go and I say, hey, Dingus, um, watch Plex. And what that does is it says, okay, there's an Apple TV called The Lounge. On the Apple TV, there's an app called Plex. I want you to open that app. You know what else you can do? You can say, hey, Dingus, watch Live TV. And that says, open Fubo. Or you can say MSNBC or like whatever it is. And then sometimes it just breaks for no reason. It says that doesn't work anymore. And... I have to go through and make sure everything's named the same way and all that kind of stuff. Well, bad on me for using the products. Like if I just like this, this place that we stayed for a couple of nights last week had a TCL TV with built-in Roku. Woof. Ooh. I'll never say, in, well, that's not true. I'm going to continue to say a lot of bad stuff about Apple TV because it's way overpriced for what you get. But yeah. Jiminy Christmas. No, um, I'm not sure why Turkish language TV is on the first row and HBO is on the ninth row, but okay, whatever, that's fine. It goes ting, 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 and it plays, and I got to watch a bunch of Game of Thrones. But this is the thing, is like, you, there's really not, we're not currently out of state. Let's put it this way. When they started making reliable, let's even look at Toyotas in the 70s. Like when you got, when you could buy, you could pay a little more and get an auto, automatic transmission like a, uh, what, a Corolla, a Tercel, like whatever, mm -hmm. for like six, $8,000. But that's pretty damn long way over where we were a few years before that. You could get an affordable, dependable car that wasn't like our terrible Chrysler New Yorker with the, the 900-pound doors. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like that was like, oh, now I just get in this car and I drive it. Now today, some people get frustrated because you, you can't be the shade tree mechanic anymore and you can't pull your own engine out and all that kind of stuff. But the truth is, at least as I understand it, cars are safer and more reliable than they've ever been. Yes, you can spend a lot on a car. Yes, they're hard to get, supply chain, blah, blah, blah. But what I'm saying is like, that's a long way away from uh, my dad got me a Comet or a, or a sw Dodge Swinger at a junkyard and I had to fix it up from scratch like I'm Randy Quaid. You know, <laughs> it's a reliable thing that works. You're, you're, when you put your key in the lock and turn it right. at your home, it yeah. works. When you, unless something's gone horribly wrong, when you turn on and you flick the switch on the bathroom light, the light turns on. These are mature processes. These, these, the things we're talking about are not mature. Some are better than others, but, but none of them are completely there yet, even to do table stakes kind of stuff. But, and if you are ambitious, you can play with this, you know, within normal parameters, but like, 
I don't know. I'm excited about the future, but I'm also annoyed by the future. I think like yeah. all adults. Yeah, and I know what you mean. And I'm, I definitely feel like we're so early in this that, mm-hmm. the, that if you were to listen it's to this show. Like Stone Age in a month. Yeah, and I'm trying to think of what else has really happened in our lifetime that's been weird Internet. like this. And the internet in general, yeah, the because... The Hayes 9600 and Telnet, I just, there was a whole world inside of that. But it's like, that was like I don't like that there are so many different ways to do one thing. Like, I get that people want to have a couple different paths mm. to get to something or somewhere, but like, if you want yeah, to dig a hole... Sure, comes, comes in handy. If you want to dig a hole, you kind of need a yeah. shovel and if you want to dig a round hole you get the round more. one mm-hmm. you get the you get the square one if you want to do the square yeah, one that's square one like i just really want something just to be straightforward like like mm-hmm. let's let's have one protocol for all this stuff yeah. everything uses it mm-hmm. and every yeah. ecosystem so you can pick the oh you know what i like using google mm-hmm. better i'll use that one and all my yeah. devices will just work with it i, I can plug anything keep, i, I want they all just keep i hope they all keep fighting and improving because that's good for us i would like to leave through soon can i say one more thing please yeah see this chat i can't i had a, this this inkling last night uh and you know i don't care if you disagree i think chat gpt is making me if not smarter it's definitely making me a little bit more thoughtful uh-huh and you know when I now when I go to Google and I use all of my old tricks like you know um, and in all caps has been implied on Google for years but like or in caps or this or things like the dot dot for showing a number range and all mm. that kind of stuff mm-hmm. it really does feel like I'm running FFmpeg on myself. Title. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I I have so many flags and app attributes that I, I just don't even know I just want to watch TV right but um but what's amazing is I do feel like I learn a lot and I I'm learning from it in terms of like well here's how we're gonna get along like I'm learning the kinds of things that tend to work well and are seen more dependable like as ever when something new comes along we tend to look at things that we consider inside of our expertise mm-hmm. like domain right. and go like hmm well, that's really off I mean I would still go see a doctor about that lump um, but. I, I am learning a lot, and one of the main things I'm learning amongst my learnings, which is not a word, but one lesson is I'm remembering to do it more. And so, like, last night, I screwed up. I had I probably had too much ADD medicine at 9 a.m., but I definitely had too much iced tea after 4. I was bolt awake at 3 a.m. I mean, I wasn't hating it, but I was also like, well, I'm getting near that point. You know, like when you're in college, you're like, I might as well stay up all night. Where I was like, oh, man, I could probably sneak in a nap tomorrow. But like, and then I was, I was thinking, and I was like, you know what? I, I I really hate that our furnace is so inefficient. This one's really quick. And so I asked it a question about that, and it gave me really good answers. And then while I was there, I pursued other things. And one of the things I did was this is something, as if, you, if anybody out there, a couple of you are listeners to do by Friday, you'll remember going around with Alex two or three months ago about this thing I called the bike log, which is I just want to be able to yell into the air and have it make a do a thing for me like you can almost do it with reminders but i don't want to cloud that up you can almost do it with day one but like what i'm trying to say dan is i'm i feel like maybe it's just because i'm using it more possibly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm not saying i'm some kind of boffin but like i think i'm i think i'm learning um so for example last night i mean like i'm just i'm learning in the same way that like the first time you use google you know, I think John Syracuse probably has the best advice to this day, which is don't stop overthinking it. Just start mashing on the keyword. Yes, it's okay to ask Google questions. It's used to that now. We've moved on. I'm so sorry, PB, but we've moved on from the days of Google hacks. It's much more accommodating and now it sucks. But here's the thing. So like, for example, here's a wild one today. I was trying to remember this wonderful quote from a book I read 
in college. And so I said, in Richard Elman's, uh, this is uh, ChatGPT, and I'm on 3.5 for this particular one, because mm -hmm. it's, it's faster for a lot of things. In Richard Elman's Oscar Wilde biography, I remember reading a quote from someone, perhaps Walter Pater, remarking that another person's accent seemed to have arrived in a box and that the uh, other person popped it into his mouth like an ill-fitting set of dentures. Do I remember that right? And it says what it says. It says, oh, yeah, uh, Walter Pater was friends with Oscar Wilde. I can't find anything in that biography. And I thought, okay, XY problem, right? A wonderful term that I learned from Syracuse. Like, are you, you're asking for help with X, but what you really want to accomplish is Y? And do you know enough to know what it is? You, you don't really need to know it, what was in that book. What you need to know is whether that was Walter Pater that said that. And so I said, second try, I remember reading a quote from someone, maybe Walter Pater, remarking that another person's accent seemed to have arrived in a box and that the other person popped it into his mouth like an ill-fitting set of dentures. And he goes, yes, the quote you're thinking of, often attributed to Walter Pater, who was a contemporary and friend of Oscar Wilde. The quote's <laughs> often paraphrased as, quote, he had been clearly supplied with a foreign accent and had nailed it on like a pair of false whiskers, or he seemed to have been supplied with a French accent and to have nailed it on like a pair, so, et cetera, right? So I'm, do you see though, like that's so simple, but like instead of just going, meh, I guess it's not smart. I go, well, XY problem, which I will find for notes. XY problem has been, I mean, if there's anything, I, I have a running note to eventually talk about ChatGPT with Syracuse, and my very first thing on the list, John Syracuse-centric. ChatGPT right now uh, does not have a lot of ways to avoid the XY problem. So an XY problem is like when I say to John, I want to do, I need to do blah. I need to flash my firmware. And, and he would go like, we need to flash your firmware. I'm like, yeah, my modem's whatever. And he goes, well, like, what are you trying to do? He's like, I want it to be faster. Well, have you tried this thing that's much more obvious? No. And, you know, and that's why you call customer service and you give them this, this whole like litany of things you want them to do. And it's like, well, no, no, no. What you really want is your money back, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Here's your money back. Oh, so we could have argued on the phone for three hours about X or you could tell me you just want Y and I take care of that. I don't think there's a way for me anyway yet quite yet i have to be aware of that i'm not great at it but like i could see you screwing yourself up real good with this because you went down the wrong rabbit hole or something a couple other really quick ones this is one that this one that blew me away oh, let me go find the nice person who said this because i do want to credit them somebody on twitter mentioned yesterday to repeat this that this person said oh did you know that you can make dot bunch files in chat gpt and for those who don't know this is a brilliant thing brett terpster came up with where you put lines in a text file and you can you can do stuff like open and quit apps like you basically it's almost not a macro exactly but it, what would you call it like a series of things like i have one for called start podcast right right and so i created this thing each line is a separate command it's very easy put an exclamation point in front of it it quits the app quit maestral open um, audio hijack, uh, pause, use the API to pause my Synology downloading thing, like all that kind of stuff. And you can do that. You can just tell it what you want and it makes it for you. Have you, have you tried this yet? Did you know you can no, do this? No, I did not. I have not. This is, this is new to me. Um, and I want to credit this person because I'm trying to get better about that. I am very grateful when people send me, this is a person called Sean Oliver, who is at Sean underscore Oliver. And he says, very this is get in get out he says you can use chat gpt to create bunch files and so you go in and you describe what you want it's okay if it's in bullets but like you think about it and i mean in the same way that i have to imagine a coder would want to think about well what happens when i do that when you know all that kind of stuff i'm doing that on a much more like second grade level but i think it's already making me a little bit better at that 
So that my, that's my general thesis. So I, I mean, like I was able to go in and say, where's the bunch one? Did you know you could, you can have it simulate Excel? You can have ChatGPT simulate Excel. Really? And it accepts formulas from your prompt. <laughs> that's fun. I said, um, I said, please make a dot bunch file to do the following. Um, open some apps, including Skype and Audio Hijack. This is just a test. Uh, quit Maestral and turn off my fans. Now, this is very interesting to me. So it got the first two perfect. But guess what? I saw a command I, I, that seems like I'd heard of it, wasn't familiar. SMC. So it says, okay, here's open applications, Skype and Audio Hijack. Quit applications, Maestral. And then I see with the dollar sign, I see SMC. Because guess what? It thought, so, it thought I was talking about the fans in my computer. Oh, of course. How cool is that? And I was like, oh, you dummy. You did, you, not me. I mean, not them. Me, me dummy, me dummy, me dummy. And so it creates this Arduino file that's all there is to it. Uh, and I did have one last one that I was going to hopefully blow your mind with. Oscar Wilde, Fixing the Furnace, The Bunch One. But yeah, Joffrey's slap count. That's a very good one. Actress's heights and that. So did you know, Dan, have you tried this yet? You go in and say, give me a markdown table of the top five best-selling Eagles albums sorted <laughs> alphabetically. And it'll spit out a markdown table for you. That's cool. I mean, but what I love about this, though, is I feel like I feel re-engaged. This sounds so corny, but I do feel a feeling that I don't always feel, which is I feel re-engaged with the process of learning where I see the benefits of this immediately. I mean, it's, it's helping me. It's just giving me a bunch of ideas to figure out, oh, maybe your furnace is inefficient because of inadequate airflow. It could be a clogged filter. It could be these things. But like, again, the step zero is remember that it's here. Remember to ask and then ask and listen and ask and listen and listen and learn and ask. And like pretty soon you've made a pretty good friend out of the robot. R-O-B-I-T. Robot. Robot. I think we helped a lot of people today. We did. We did. And we did. It gave them extra time, too. Hmm. Did we? Huh. 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 Um, I think that I'm going to think of something the second I hang up this godforsaken device. Oh, I could ask. Let's see. Um, what was I trying to remember? See, this is a stunt. I'm sorry, but I'll uh, see. You give me a very unsatisfying answer. Uh... Oh yeah, I had it spit out. I had it spit out some JSON. I had it explain mind flares to me. I had it. Uh, what else have I done recently? Uh, ask it who I am because I really super don't know. Oh, this was a fun one. I said, please explain menstruation as Ron DeSantis. <laughs> Feel free to frame your explanation of menstruation in terms of the way it promotes a woke agenda. Also, please express your explanation as lyrics I could sing to a notional made-up song by the Smiths from 1984. Please give the song a literary title and make sure the rhymes are clean and the rhythm really works. Oh my God. It's called The Scarlet Tide of Wokeness. If you had left some of those instructions off, do you think you would have gotten the same result? Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. It's different every time. Just keep hitting regenerate and it'll, you'll get different ones every time. Um, let's see. Oh, then it gets, I, this thing is, I should, they gotta take this thing away from me. It says these songs were popular in 1984. Give me five more potential titles, titles for your make-believe song. Preferably your alternative titles alternative titles will include obscure literary references, tributes to closeted gay actors from the 50s, or names of indi individual guys in Elvis Presley's so-called Memphis Mafia. The hues of Wild Scarlet Garden, and then explains why. The red badge of Tab's Daring. That one's amazing because it's doing red badge of courage and kind of a play on red, 
who was in the Memphis Mafia, Sonny's Crimson Journey. And then um, when he ended up with, I had it, I asked it for lyrics to something that I could sing. I think it was to the tune of Heaven Knows I'm Miserable Now. This all works. You lose yourself in this. You lose yourself to the music. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> oh my God. Bleeding Hearts and Melancholy Haze. I said, it said, uh, give me five titles that could uh, be on the album Hat Full of Hollow. Bleeding Hearts and Melancholy Haze. Roses Wither, Shadows Cast. <laughs> in the Wake of Sorrow's Echo. Tears of Scarlet, Walls of Grey. Woof. Diva Cup or Switch. So one switch is a top and the other one's a bottom. Well, yeah, you got to know who does what. Yeah, you got a yang and a yin. Yeah. Okay, let's button this up. I love you. Love you too, Merlin Man. Mm -hmm. 